0: carefree black nerd is available on itunes and soundcloud and carefreeblacknerd.com please rate and review on itunes like share and comment on soundcloud of course let's keep this conversation going stay carefree stay nerdy stay geeky yeah that's that welcome to the carefree black nerd podcast a conversation about the importance of representation in comics and related media I'm your host, Rain Coleman, and this issue covers Scott Summers. Now, for anyone familiar with the X-Men and with Marvel, I'm sure this comes as a surprise that for a podcast that covers characters of color, that I would be focusing on Scott Summers. But, I have some news for you. In a little something called the Multiverse, there is, in fact, an African-American Scott Summers roaming around the Marvel Universe. Um, This Scott Summers actually goes by Corporal scott summers and unlike the regular marvel universe that distinction is earth 616 this scott summers is from earth 70213 now i looked up the distinction earth 70213 and didn't find much now that leads me to believe that someone just randomly created this and kind of just left it there um with that being the case i myself i'm probably going to fill in my own fan fiction theories to flesh out this universe unless i've just done some horrible researching and i haven't found some actual stories existing in that universe um Before going into Scott, um, Corporal Scott Summers The regular Scott Summers From Earth 616 Of course is a white cisgendered heterosexual male He's a mutant With um, I don't want to Mis Misdefine this But he has optical blasts That are To my understanding they're not lasers They're just like excessive force blast that comes from his eyes. Uh, he has a horrible, constantly ever-changing uh, origin story with his brother Alex Tummers, the uh, Marvel Comics character named Havoc. Um, that's essentially it. If you've watched the 1992 X-Men animated series, you know who Scott is. If you are familiar with any iteration of the x-men more than likely you know who scotty is if you read comic books you know who scotty is it's kind of up there with batman and superman you may not know him per se if you're just in the general population but once you see his design if you see enough x-men you'll know who scotty is uh that's about where i draw the line with discussing the uh white scott summers Before going into this, I did the research on uh, Corporal Scott Summers, and he's a very interesting character. The only issue I have, which is an issue that I have with a lot of characters, is that he has a very limited appearance um, in the Marvel Universe, and where he showed up, I felt like he should have been a much bigger player in that storyline. He was not. But overall, the story was still pretty good. Um, It's it goes back to that you have we need more characters of color, and then we get the characters, and of course he served a purpose in that story. But there's so much more. Like I say with everybody else, there's so much more that could have been done with him since then that has it's kind of been lost on the wayside. Um, Scott Summers is an U- a Union Army officer. Um, some of his partners are Howlett. That's the X Men. That's the multiverse. Another um, Wolverine. He's not from the same Earth seven zero two one three, but he's from another um He was formerly of X Force of the multiverse and the Union Army. This Scott Summers was created by Greg Pak and Stephen Segovia segovia s-e-g-o-v-i-a i I believe i said that right um he first appeared in extreme x-men volume two number seven and the reason why it's volume two is because with a lot of things in comics a lot of things titles events and whatever are kind of recycled there was an extreme x-men that happened earlier in the uh in the marvel universe and that was Volume 1, which went ran from 2001 to 2004. This Scott Summers, the African American Scott Summers, appeared in Volume 2, which ran from 2012 to 2013, which was, I guess it's with that whole synergy thing where it's an easily recognizable name, Extreme X-Men, but I personally feel like it should have been named something entirely different, because now you, which I guess they would want, is you fall into that trap of just randomly requesting or picking up or selecting extreme x-men and you might possibly get the volume before or hell it's two volumes so you may want to start with the first volume um i can understand the marketing behind that but i just felt like this run of extreme x-men should have been titled something entirely different um what else do we have here okay scott summers um this is important his eyes are brown they uh glow red when he's using his powers his hair of course he's a black guy he has a fade much like every black male character written in comics um corporal scott summers he is a civil war era african-american version of cyclops and with that um I don't have an issue with that because I do like the idea of the the multiverse being able to pull in different versions of beloved characters and kind of create others and move them around. But I felt like for Scott Summers of Earth 616, the regular white male who we see constantly, to be such a big deal in comics, in X-Men, and in Earth 616, for this particular Scott Summers to not have a similar effect it's kind of a waste to me because it's like you have a character who is, well I'd say for me personally, I get it that there's different versions and they have different importance and different powers and everything else but for the most part when you encounter these characters in the multiverse who are different versions of themselves they're usually quite similar with, with small variations or maybe extreme variations but they still are along that Baseline of this character This particular character With that being said um, I feel like The African American Scott Summers should have Been a bigger deal Which in his backstory comes out That he kind of was But it was so limited I felt like it was a waste (laughs) That's the running thing with me When it comes to these characters I know but I just feel like If this character had been handled by An African American writer. Or someone who more closely resembles or researches the Civil War era. And has an emotional connection. He may have been written better. Or he could have had his own limited run. Or I just feel like we failed him. (laughs) Um, But when researching him and reading through his story. Of course it took me back to like Roots with LeVar um, and then the, the show Underground the all these slave narratives uh, um, what's the movie with Lupita 12 Years a Slave um, and these are all good productions and uh, it's great but me personally, much like I have event fatigue I don't need to see a slave movie every time I turn around um, that isn't an issue for some and I do I did enjoy I think I watched maybe three or four episodes of the Underground when it came on in a marathon form good show interesting I enjoyed it cinematography was great the range in characters and skin tone was great it, from what I remember it was written well but i I don't need to see that personally but the exception that I would make is <sighs> With this particular character and with that part of American history, there's a rich story that could be told that's not just your regular, this black people were enslaved and these things happened. You have a supernatural element that will allow you to take American history and take well established history and do something do something i don't want to say more interesting you can do something that is um something that's in the fantastical but is grounded in reality because slavery was a horrible thing that goes without saying but much like the new series black that um asked the question what if only black people had superpowers this is the time period where that would be very interesting to write because if you're writing that that maybe not only black people have these uh superpowers but you're writing that this particular black person did now if he's a slave and he's going fighting the civil war and he has these powers and he can demolish you know the opponent within three or four seconds what is the ramifications of that how does american history move forward with that being um part of our history and it's just i feel like it was there's only so much you can do because the extreme x men Volume Two was a twelve or thirteen issue run, and it wasn't an ongoing regular series. I get that, but it's just like ah this is you introduced something that's so interesting and now it's falling flat because there's no there's no resolution there. We haven't gone back and visited that um earth seventy two thirteen Where we can see, okay, now it's currently 2016 in that particular earth where African-Americans had powers during the Civil War. What does that look like now? Is Barack Obama a mutant? Was he ever the president? You know, did we have Bush? Did we go over to find weapons of mass destruction? Did we get attacked on 9-11? Like, all these things that you can play around with, but uh, there's nothing there. (laughs) It's just off in the ether. Um... But yeah, so that's. I got so excited, even though Scott Summers only showed up a few issues in this run. But just the time that he did, it was so impactful for me because this is a black man with immense power who was kicking ass and has done something. He has this revisionist history that he is involved in is almost the answer to the way history books are written now where of course history will be written in the eye or in the favor of the winner, the oppressor the more dominant, powerful, whatever Um, this could have been something we could have used to subvert that American history that we have now Uh, (laughs) but Scott Summers, uh, Corporal Scott Summers this version of course was a civil war era a civil... (laughs) civil war era african-american version of Cyclops. um this version of scott summers he was raised as a black american slave he was recruited by nick fury and dr charles xavier who trained him to use his powers i'm gonna stop right there going back to what i just said if in this earth Distinction, there still is the same timeline of American history. The only thing that has changed is that there are now mutants in this particular timeline. You have people fighting a civil war. Scott Summers, the African American slave, has these powers identical to the Scott Summers we have here that's already established. Like I said before, there are, you can play around with this timeline and see what happens when people were able to fight back that being said you have these white mutants who are powered be they in the fight or not what happens to them this version of nick fury and dr charles xavier are themselves in this universe and they are the good guys it's all fine and good but if you have this extreme telepathy and you have this soldier background and you are just recruiting black mutants That's not enough for me. You're one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful telepath in the universe, which I can only imagine extends to the 70213 distinction, um, Earth. So what the hell are you doing? So you're sitting around idly by while slavery has happened, and now we're fighting the Civil War. And instead of you using your powers to change everything, you use it to recruit black people people like for me there's a gray area there that shouldn't be there because it comes down to um if you have the power to save everyone on earth by sacrificing and killing yourself why would you not do that yeah these are people you don't know but you in turn save an entire population of people a whole planet full of people it goes back to that jesus myth that well jesus died and rose on the third day and this and that all for your sins well what if he said no i want to do that shit if this is the religion that you follow and that it's like that same that correlation that i'm getting you as a white man have this immense power but you go and recruit black people to fight in the war a war that you can prevent and you can stop and then even prior to the war you're alive you have this power what are you doing with it absolutely nothing because slavery still happened and we're still fighting a civil war and it's all cute to dress it up that this is the black scott summers and he was a slave and this then the third but looking at the content itself because this is a parallel universe and things are still happening the same way when you have the power to change that why aren't you of course the, the um, argument can be made that in our earth charles xavier and magneto went head to head and then joined forces and they still weren't able to bridge human and mutant um relations because you still have mutants hated and blah blah this and the third that's fine i get that but this is during the establishment of america people are owning people this is mutants aren't being owned as property by humans in the marvel universe but in this alternate reality they are and you have the power that could change that and what do you do with it you recruit black people to fight in a war like that's as happy and as i don't know exciting as this was supposed to be which it still is because there's a black scott summers running around i still felt like it missed the mark like uh xavier he failed (laughs) <laughs> Much like every other white mutant in that universe who was alive during the Civil War era. You, you, it's a waste. You failed us. Um, okay, back to Scott Summers. He served in the Union Army during the American Civil War. He, became, uh, he obtained the rank of corporal due to his efforts alongside with his fellow black soldiers, James Rhodes, who we know as um, War Machine. If you know um, from the Marvel Cinematic Movies, Don Cheeto, War Machine. And if you know from the comics, of course, James Rhodes War Machine. Um, and then Aurora, Aurora Monroe, who we know as Storm. Now, that's the other thing. These three here are... But I don't, James isn't to my knowledge because the way they did Scott's backstory in this run was so quick. There wasn't a lot of focusing on other characters. He just introduced Nick Fury, um, Charles Xavier, James Rose, and Aurora Monroe. Uh, with that being said, we can only imagine or assume that these distinctions in his universe are the same as they are in ours. Um, with the difference being scott summers is black so i will assume that james rhodes war machine is not a mutant he's just a regular human and aurora monroe is a mutant she still has her weather manipulating powers um so during the civil war with the three of them fighting they ended the war in two weeks they said, during this period, Scott was stated to have killed about 600 Confederate soldiers. And then it goes on to say, but despite their efforts and victory, Scott and his fellow mutants were feared by their compatriots. Okay, one correction there. With this being fellow mutants, I guess we can assume that James Rose is a mutant. Because he looked like um Cyborg from the DC Universe. Like That's the impression that I got from his character design. But he was only on on screen or in the book for like two panels so i didn't want to assume but i guess it's safe to assume that he is a mutant that being said but despite their efforts and victory, scott and his fellow mutants were feared by their compatriots so fucking what and they focused on this in his backstory where he talked about them fighting and ending the war in two weeks and they felt so good it was a great victory but all the, the people on his side they were scared of him and i'm looking like this is this could not have been written by a black person how in the hell are we fighting a civil war we've just gone through slavery and i'm on the winning team me and two of my teammates who happen to also have been slaves have this power we end this shit because one even if they didn't have powers you have guns and you have physical combat this war was a bloody war war there is death in war Going back to them having powers, they were able to end this war in two weeks. Great. You feel some type of way because your white compatriots are afraid of you? So fucking what? Motherfucker, be afraid. We were just enslaved. There's one panel in um this run of Extreme X-Men where the team is um having a little fun, jumping in a spring or a waterfall and swimming and whatnot. Scott Summers stands up and... Allison blair dazzler who's having a conversation with him at the time she's stopped mid-sentence because she we don't know why as the uh reader into the next panel when he's standing up and there are whip marks on his back and then he goes into his backstory to my as a kid being beaten this then the third this is why i say so fucking what well. if these motherfuckers are afraid of you let them motherfuckers be afraid you have the power to Get yourself out of the situation that you're in. That's the constant narrative. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps and do this, then the third. These people have enslaved you. You were a slave. You and your family was ripped apart as slaves. Now that you have the power to defend yourself, you're doing it, and then you feel guilt because of these white people who, regardless to them being on your side, the fact is they were not enslaved. And so that whole, that's what pulled me out of the story. I was, I was in it. I was like, okay. I'll just accept that in this timeline, there still was slavery, even though there were mutants who could very well stop this from happening. But you win a war on the side of good, and it don't even have to be good, just on the side of you not being a slave anymore. And you feel... Uh, So I said, I don't... Look, if I got superpowers, and I can fly, and I can shoot fire from my hands, and I can control the weather, and I can control machinery, hell, if I can fucking control how (coughs) excuse me how sharp my fingernails are i'm using everything in my arsenal to whoop your ass i was just enslaved why the fuck would i feel bad about (laughs) i digress that that little part right there blew my mind that that would even be added in oh i feel bad because they're afraid of me now damn right they should be this is a lesson to you don't try to enslave people and then you don't have to feel the hammer or the wrath of my mutant ability like that's I feel mean, like that's whatever um all that happening scott was then recruited by um the disembodied xavier head to join his interdimensional soldiers the extreme x force everything i said just excuse me, prior to this has been kind of the backstory. Um, it's it's presented to us, I think, in issue... I want to say seven or nine, something like that, in the Extreme X-Men run. Um, I I think his story is a rich story. I just feel like it misses the mark on a couple things. And it's very short. And everyone has their little this is my backstory this is what happened this is the universe i'm from like story so i can't say that this black scott summers was um was shorted or slighted anyway i just feel like the way his story was written there were some holes in it that i don't know could have been rectified but while you're reading through the story you can hit all the marks and keep it moving i think it is overall a good solid story a good backstory um it helps with his motivations as the character in um as his current adult self in that timeline another thing is um his name is scott summers he never refers to himself as cyclops because of course he doesn't know that part of him or that version of him but his other teammates inside the um extreme X-Men run I noticed that every now and again someone would call him Cyclops I don't think they really referred to him as Scott uh but the uh extreme the extreme X-Men team their mission was to explore the multiverse and hunt down the ten evil Xaviers this happened after an alternate inter-universe <laughs> an inter-universe teleportation um awakens the ten evil uh, Xavier's and this run I think is a really good run if you can get your hands on it go ahead I read it digitally um, through the Marvel Comics app and it's a 13 issue run it's a 12 issue run with the 13th issue being I believe the crossover with the what was it Age of Apocalypse the extermination events and something else now forgive me for not knowing but i really didn't care about that because i've got this run specifically for corporal scott summers i didn't get it for any other reason it just happened to be a good story um and and of course they went and hunt down the 10 evil xavier's and everything is wrapped up there's like a little war at the end and that's kind of the end of that The Scott Summers has a little brief romance with Dazzler, um, Allison Blair of Earth-616, our Dazzler of the current Marvel Universe. And that was okay, I guess. But I just felt like, what you introducing these characters, the Storm and James Road, the Nick Fury, the Xavier, and the Black Scott Summers of Earth-70213, man, there's so much... there's so much story left there especially with the 2017, 2016 election, the new face of the government in 2000, American government in 2017 I would be interested to see another limited series or an ongoing in that universe seeing how things happened, how things unfolded and what 2017 are we living in now even with the events of Secret Wars and excuse me um the battle world um m-day when the scarlet witch got rid of like most of the population of mutants like all that stuff i would like to see that played out in a universe where scott summers is black because for me if scott summers is black but nick fury and charles xavier are still white and storm and war machine are still black what other changes are there like is there a black Jean gray is there a black Iceman, a black beast a black archangel where are they with scott summers being alive on uh, during the civil war era and not birthed um in the 60s or created in the 60s like the original 5x men where's everyone else in this timeline are they the same age like and then a storm seeing her show up still with her white hair and everything is she african Or is she American? Like, it's... Yes, she was enslaved and whatever, but was she... um, Was she enslaved and then brought to America? Or was she a woman born into slavery? Does she still have her claustrophobia? Like, I feel like there's a lot of things that can be addressed. And, oh, it would just be so great to see that particular universe fleshed out because i could not find anything else when i typed in and researched that 70 earth distinction all that i came up with was the black Scott summers james rhodes aurora monroe nick fury and um t- t- charles xavier like that was it i was like damn all these comic book universes have these different distinctions and so many different earths like dc has earth prime and earth 23 where the black superman is and you know all these different distinctions and i'm like is nobody is no one dealing with those are they just oh i have an idea and i would really like to do this well what if jubilee was a man and what if you know x-men were all i don't know old people and what if earth was inside out and then oh well let me just make this earth one two three four five so i can just do a story and then throw it away i feel like that's kind of a waste because um with representation being how it is in the big two, it's much better in indie comics. There's no excuse for the lack of um, representation in characters and colorists and inkers and writers and illustrators and storytellers in comics when you can just as easily create a random universe we have Roxanne Gay and ta on Black Panther and Black Panther World of Wakanda that's great but why is it taking so long and because i believe Roxanne Gay is the first african-american woman writing at marvel you have unlimited distinctions of earths you can't just give an earth to someone and say hey here because apparently it's this oh we're afraid to take a risk or there's no market for this blah blah whatever but you have this unlimited amount of earths that you can use to test out things hell nighthawk only ran the six issues and then was collected in a trade form and now there's no more nighthawk but Nighthawk is not in Earth-616, our regular universe. He's in another Earth. I forget which distinction it is. But I say all that to say, even though that series ran six issues and they canceled it, there still was that that that's, that property still exists now. This is something you can revisit later. Be it five years, two years, ten years down the line. You want a new Netflix series. You want to do a new movie. You got these new kids who were children when Nighthawk six issue run ran and now they're in their teens um comic book movies now are more focused on blacks or more focused on women or more focused on middle Eastern. like there's so many variables that it shouldn't be an issue to take a chance on someone even if you don't want a woman or a lesbian or a Middle Eastern person or an Asian person to write in the main continuity which is ridiculous you still have so many different options give someone a damn Jean Grey book where she is Pakistani and she's a twin let some Pakistani woman illustrate and draw write this or whatever give them a six issue run and see what the hell happens because once people latch on to it And you see that this is making money or this is popular. You're going to continue the series. You're going to focus on that. Like, I don't know. It's just frustrating because there is for everything that I've said thus far and all the different issues of this podcast. The one thing that's hitting me now while talking to you is that there is unlimited universes. This is an intellectual property, which you can do whatever the hell you want. Why is it so hard to get creators of color? and women, and different, um, different, uh, writers, uh, trans writers, LGBT, um, differently abled on these books. Like, even if you did a, a two, just a, a one shot or like it's, I felt like there's just no excuse. And that's, what's frustrating because you get, you get good stories and, sometimes you get crappy stories but other people cisgender white men usually get the chance to write a crap story and continue writing whereas now if this black woman Roxanne gay does a horrible job on writing this book is that the last time we're going to see a black woman writing a book at marvel like that's what's frustrating to me because i would damn sure I'd rather read uh captain america written by a black woman or a superman written by a hispanic woman or like i don't you don't have to i don't understand why people (laughs) it's so hard to just take a goddamn chance but that's where indie comics come in and self-published comics and all that so it's not representation isn't it's lacking it is but i feel like a lot of it comes down to exposure and um and backing and with the big two you have that you know if i was to go on to marvel and write a cyclops book it's going to sell at the very least the first issue because it's a cyclops book and i'm a black male writing this book now if i go to an indie creator and i I pitch my idea and i write my book i probably won't get the same exposure as a marvel book but it'll still be out there. And so that's why I get frustrated, but then at the same time, I'm kind of, I go back and forth between being frustrated and being okay, simply because there's content out there. It's just getting it into the hands of the people, getting it to the, because I, I would much rather read a indie book that I don't think is good, but it's still out there. And just because I don't think it's good, doesn't mean someone else won't. Whereas with Marvel and DC, you get seven, Superman books, seven Batman books you get those things, you don't get a um you don't get the type of content that you get from indie creators with that same level of exposure so um all in all, I'm Scott Summers Corporal Scott Summers, I feel like should be used more there should be a Black Scott Summers running around the Marvel Universe especially with the convoluted complicated history that the regular white scott summers has like his family with mr sinister with his brother havoc with his gene gray relationship with his madeline Pryor relationship with cable being his son with hope with rachel summers like he has such a complicated and puzzling history future and present that adding in a black scott summers who either has a streamlined regular Um, a streamlined regular history or who was also involved in that convoluted mess would this ideal there should be an Asian Scott Summers around somewhere I'm sure there's a Hispanic Scott Summers all I'm saying is that with representation being the way it is in comics and with comics being an intellectual property that you can do damn near anything with there's no excuse and there's no excuse that we don't have more stories like this in the big two in the marvel and the dc now we have them elsewhere and i'm here to kind of get that push for um those properties being known but coming across a character so rich like this it's like man this is a failed opportunity this is a wasted opportunity where Scott Summers, Corporal Scott Summers, the black African American Scott Summers, who was a slave as a child and fought in the Civil War, could be such an asset to the current Marvel universe and continuity. Put him in a movie. Put him in a Netflix series. Put him in a book. Put him in the eyes, in the forefront of these children. Let this, let there not be another little black rain coleman who only knew of storm and only knew of bishop and only knew of these token black characters from different animated series let there be some young child who knows of a black Scott summers because i enjoy cyclops i like him even with all the garbage that they've put him through over the last few years and with him being dead spoiler alert um i still thoroughly enjoyed him his story arcs and his like militant Position and um, views on mutant-human relations in the last couple of years. I enjoyed this still. Let's enjoy characters of color that way. Let's let's have these strong arcs of. <sighs> I'm stuck right there because <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting emotional uh, when I shouldn't be. But um, yeah, so I mean that that's essentially it. There's a Black Scott Summers running around the Marvel Universe somewhere. Um, after after the events of the 13th issue of Extreme X-Men with that war with extermination event and Age of Apocalypse I wasn't interested in it so forgive me if you are I guess look that up because that I didn't care about it but after the events of all that Scott Summers stayed on Earth 616 Um, they said that the update was that he took some rest once the exterminators kept captive after the age of apocalypse and followed howlett who is alternate universe wolverine in order to free hercules from hades um another little side note there's a wolverine out there who is queer he's homosexual and hercules the um the god in the marvel universe they're lovers the way their relationship is written in this book is such a I really appreciated reading it because it wasn't an um, stereotypical commercial, not excessive, it wasn't a, I don't think it was an offensive look at a homosexual relationship. And it was addressed in a way that was part of the character's arc and it was not a big deal per se Um, in the universe that Howlett aka wolverine comes from he has instead of adamantium metal running through his body he has oh god what is the oh forgive me for forgetting it is the god of the metal of the gods running through his skin um and hercules is a god and it's kind of like a midnighter and apollo relationship where they they're together but it's, I don't know, it's just I think this this run of Extreme X-Men Volume 2 is a good read it has a lot of things that we kind of, um complain isn't in comics and it's so strange that when you get limited runs of things that's when you get a good story like this was a great story we got a black scott summers we got a queer wolverine in hercules we got um 10 evil x-men i mean excuse me 10 evil Xaviers. then you have the vision which was a limited run but it's now kind of in continuity because of their vision on um the champions but the vision was an exceptional it was a phenomenal run by tom king like there's no way you can read this and not enjoy it even if you're not a comics person if you just enjoy a good story if you watch soap operas, if you watch primetime tv if you like drama if you watch reality tv this is a good ass story for you and it's like you get these limited runs or these fringe books and they're so good but when it comes to the main continuity stuff for me it's just boring you know, why not bring this queer Wolverine into the current universe? Why not bring this black Scott Summers into this universe? Why not bring these things that can help enrich your stories? But then the other side of the argument is getting the backlash from the fanboys who don't want anything to change. Um, so that's that. I'll leave that there. All in all, I petition for Corporal Scott Summers and his black ass and his fucking uh black boy joy and his trauma traumatic childhood to be front and center in a book in a netflix series on a television show in a movie like give me extreme x-men spinoff give me corporal scott summers this man from an alternate universe who's stranded or living in our universe and he sees the effect of the civil war Of our timeline with no mutants, and he's trying to cope and deal because he's essentially the Captain America story. Um, but just black. And like I just think that's just a missed opportunity (laughs) to showcase a very strong, powerful, and dynamic character. Uh I don't know. Let's if you if you just want the um the exact issue that Scott Summers shows up in and you don't want to get the entire run. Extreme X-Men Volume 2 number 10. So um 10, 11 and 12 are where he um where he shows up, which is again, this is a 12 issue run and we get this man at the end of the run. Damn. But um get Extreme X-Men Volume 2 number 10, that's where he first shows up. Get 11 and 12, get 13 if you like. Um just Google him. He has a very steampunk look and i appreciate that as well because he's not a um even though he is the black and alternate universe cyclops he is essentially in name birth name and power set he is cyclops but aside from that he is i don't know he's his own man he has this very league of extraordinary gentlemen look with his glasses and everything like uh, Badass. I would love to see who, of course, is my pick for everything <laughs> Idris Elbow <laughs> play uh, Scott Summers. Or give me some unknown black man with uh, exceptional like physique and acting ability and just swagged out with this black steampunk stuff. That would be hot right there. That would be hot. This is a tangent, but give me a steampunk comic or a steampunk show of black scott summers um uh storm aurora monroe james rose give me that netflix series those three fighting in the civil war with their mutant powers and a sick ass fucking high fashion steampunk clothing and aesthetic like give me that story there that's what i want to see (laughs) but um All that being said, this ends the Corporal Scott Summers issue of the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast Um, Of course, let's keep this conversation Going, hit me up on Twitter Carefree Blurred Hit me up on Instagram, Tumblr uh, Carefree Black Nerd I'm there, I've been doing A lot more posting and getting Into the social media thing, so Drop me a line, say What's up Say I enjoyed this issue. I didn't enjoy it. You got questions, comments, concerns. I'm here to listen and answer and have this dialogue. Um, email me at carefreeblacknerd@gmail.com. Um, yeah, that's that. Carefree Black Nerd is available on iTunes and SoundCloud and carefreeblacknerd.com. Please rate and review on iTunes, like, share, and comment on SoundCloud. Of course. Stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and I'll see you next week.